This is Brother John Medard, and we greet you today in the precious name of Jesus. And we'll go ahead and make our announcements. Uh, our meeting in Fort Payne, Alabama, at the Word of Faith Deliverance Tabernacle will begin Monday morning, August the 19th. We will be having two services a day, uh, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. We will be going to prayer and seeking God. Uh, I haven't set a schedule for anybody to minister other than on Tuesday the 20th. Uh, of August, I will be ministering that day because that will be our 19th anniversary there uh, at the Word of Faith Deliverance Tabernacle. We founded the church on August the 20th, 2000. The Lord has given me a dream and talked to me about this meeting, to have this meeting at this time concerning our 19th anniversary. I feel like it's going to be a great meeting, and we are coming together to seek the Lord for a restoration of His Word and His Spirit, His power, His government, His leadership, to be restored back to the church. You know, you can preach about something and preach about something, but somewhere you've got to put faith in action and petition the Lord, seek the Lord for it, and then believe God to bring it to pass according to His season and His time. And I believe that we are in God's season and time for this time of restoration in this season that God wants to restore to us everything that's been stripped away from us according to Joel 2.25. And he said, I will restore to you the years. And he went on and talked about everything that the the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, the locust, everything that had been stripped from us. And the Lord dealt with me many months back that this was the doctrines and traditions of men that men had brought into the faith uh, according to their beliefs and according to what they feel like God had dealt with them about. And I know there's many good things been preached in zeal, but there's many things been preached in error. So I'm not going to go into that, but just know we are in a time of restoration. We are in a time that God is restoring back a visitation to the church like he did when he founded it on the day of Pentecost. I'm not going to tell you that what God does is going to look like Pentecost, but I'm going to tell you the power and the authority and the dominion of the word of the kingdom is coming back in. The structure of government that God placed in the church that day is coming back in. You will see holy apostles like Paul and Peter and James and John. You will see holy prophets like Moses and Elijah and Elisha and other great men of God that walked with God and spoke the word of God and had great signs and miracles. We are entering into this time that God will reveal himself not only to America, but to the nations of the earth. If you go back and read Haggai, the second chapter, He talks about that I will shake the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land. And the desire of all nations shall come. Every nation, when this God begins to bear witness in us and through us as to his power and his authority 
and his dominion, then every nation on the face of the earth is going to desire the word of this kingdom to come and be ministered in their cities, their counties, their states, their countries, <coughs> their provinces, whatever it is. There is going to be a witness of this gospel of the kingdom and all the desire of all nations is going to come and the glory of the latter house, which is what we are entering into, shall be greater than that of the former. The former house is, to me, the book of Acts church. It's the book of Acts church. And he said the glory of this latter house. So what God done on the day of Pentecost and what God is going to do now, he will lay the same foundation, but he will take us into a much deeper revelation and understanding and working of the Spirit. We are headed into a visitation of God that no generation has ever had. We can tell you about the former reign. That was the day of Pentecost. We can tell you about the reign because that's the dispensation we've been in ever since the dispensation of the former reign began to uh, fade out, which was probably 100, 150, 200 years there uh, after the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost. I don't know how long it lasted, but the Lord showed me uh, several years back, I think 2013 or 2014, that there was three dispensations of the rain, and that was the former rain, the rain, and the latter rain. If you didn't live in the dispensation of the former rain, then you did not receive that former rain outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We weren't there. I know a lot of people are taught that they got the same thing uh, when they received the Holy Ghost. This was poured out on the day of Pentecost. Well, if you did, there's no witness of it. There's no manifestation of it in your life. We don't see a church of power and authority like we saw uh, in the book of Acts church, in the early church, we don't see holy apostles and prophets with the signs of an apostle. We don't see men like Moses and Elijah standing up and speaking great things or holy apostles or uh, like Paul and Peter that had authority and led the church and then they had the signs of the apostles. We don't see the days of Anna and Sapphira. We don't see... Uh, Men like Peter with his shadow that healed the sick. We don't see the raising of the dead. We don't see this witness of the gospel, which I'm telling you is returning. We are headed toward that visitation. And that's what we're coming together these seven days in Fort Payne, Alabama to seek God for. Now let me get back to our announcements that uh, August the 19th through the 25th, Monday through Friday, we will be having two services a day, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. We are going to prayer seeking God, however God moves. If he moves on somebody to preach or prophesy or exhort whatever God does, then that is the working of the Spirit God has ordained for that service. We're not going in to start a service and have three songs and a prayer request. We are going in prayer and waiting on the working of the Spirit. There's got to be an act of God, children. Something has got to break this monotony in the spirit of religion that has God's people bound. And I love God. I love to worship God. 
But people just coming together and going through a form and, and you know who's going to sing, you know who's going to testify, you know who may prophesy, you know, and, and I'm sorry, that's form, that's just, you're bound in religions, all I can tell you. And there is no act of God happening in our midst. I'm including ourselves in it. We're seeking God for this. So that Monday through Friday, two services a day. Then Saturday the 24th at 1130 a.m. Now these times are Central Standard Time because it is in Alabama. That uh, Saturday the 24th we will be coming together at 1130 in the morning for one service only. Sunday the 25th, we'll be coming together at 11.30 for one service only. We're believing, we're praying, we're seeking God. And uh, as many as you as the Spirit of God leads you to come be with us, we want you to come be with us. We want you to seek the Lord with us. God is not doing this thing in a corner. Now, the church is located on uh, at 18140. Alabama Highway 176 in Fort Payne, Alabama. That's F-O-R-T-P-A-Y-N-E, Alabama. And the zip code is 35968. You can put that in your GPS. It will bring you right to the church. And all times that I've talked about is Central Standard Time because that's where the church is located in that time zone. The name of the church is a big sign out front. Once again, the name of the church is New Testament, I'm sorry, Word of Faith Deliverance Tabernacle. And on the sign it says, uh, Pastors Michael and Patty Harris. So uh, you're welcome to come. You're welcome to join us. But don't come expecting a uh, foot stomping, singing, uh, fellowship and eating good time because we're coming to pray. We're coming to seek the face of God. We're coming to cry out for a restoration of God's Word and Spirit back to the church because we need that witness restored. So you're welcome to come be with us. And on August the 25th, there will be no service at the New Testament Church at LJ because we will be in Fort Payne, Alabama. So August the 25th, there will be no service at the New Testament Church in LJ. So we've got those announcements done. I want to move on in to this word and what God is doing and how God is wanting to move. And I know you've heard me talk a lot about this, and I'll probably keep talking about it until the Lord brings this restoration. We have got to have this, children. We cannot keep going without this restoration of the Holy Ghost. And it's got to have something that's going to get people's attention. It's got to have a witness to it. And I don't know what people think the witness is. If you think the witness of the Holy Ghost in your life is just you speaking in tongues and you're going to move people with this, I'm sorry, you're, you, it's not going to happen. But in Acts, the first chapter, in the eighth verse, uh, it says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost 
part of the earth. Now that is what Jesus told them. That is exactly what he told them. Now if we go to the Gospel of Mark, and we go to the very last verse, uh, this was right up the Lord, or the Lord had spoken unto them. We go to verse 19, Mark 16 and 19. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. Well, they didn't go forth preaching after Jesus' ascension until after they were baptized in the Holy Ghost uh, 50 days after the day of Pentecost, that is, uh, or that was 50 days after the Passover is when Pentecost came, and they were baptized on the day of Pentecost, and it says, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following, amen. Well, they were preaching the gospel of the kingdom, that's all they preached, that's all Jesus preached. And the Lord confirmed the word of the kingdom. He confirmed the word of the kingdom with a witness. And that was signs. And it said he confirmed the word with signs following. Amen. Now if we go back to Matthew. And we go to uh, the 24th chapter of Matthew. And you come to the uh, 14th verse. Uh, or you look at verse 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Uh, and this is during a time of great uh, people falling away and, and uh, persecution. And this is during a time, and Jesus said this, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. I'm not talking about a gospel that preaches remission of sins. I'm not talking about a gospel that just preaches repentance and remission of sin and water baptism. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a gospel of the kingdom that preaches the whole counsel of God, teaches you that Christ will come in and take his abode in you and that there shall be a witness and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world for a witness. I just told you the witness is the signs and wonders and miracles. So during this time that uh, this writing is talking about in Matthew 24, there is going to be a preaching of the gospel of the kingdom into all the world for a witness unto all nations. And that witness is signs, wonders, and miracles. It ain't just going to be signs and wonders because the Lord warns us that many shall come they're going to do great signs and wonders, even calling fire down from heaven. But this is going to be what we saw in the gospel. We're going to see many people healed by the name of Jesus. There will be some that will fake or, or try to duplicate or copy, just like the magicians done when they stood up against Moses in Egypt. But there will be a separation. You know, there come a, a time that the magicians and the sorcerers in Egypt could not duplicate what God was doing. 
Well, when you see cut off limbs put back on before your very eyes, when you see the twisted limbs of people in wheelchairs and paraplegics, when you see those limbs straightened out, when you see these people that we call mentally challenged, that their minds are restored, when you see Alzheimer's beginning to be healed, when you see these kind of miracles and people coming off of their deathbeds, people dying with cancer, being made whole, you can't duplicate these miracles. You might uh, fake some miracles in there, but you cannot duplicate and you cannot counterfeit a limb being put back on. You can't do that. You cannot uh, counterfeit somebody that all their life is, has been twisted uh, limbs or somebody that's been in an accident, that they are paralyzed uh, all over their body and the power of God come on them and heal them in just a matter of seconds and they're up on their feet. You can't duplicate or you can't counterfeit these kind of miracles. This is going to separate. There is a separation coming, and this is going to separate. I hope you hear what I'm saying, because this is the gospel that is going to bear witness. I said it's going to bear witness. And if you go to the book of Hebrews, the second chapter, and the fourth verse, and it says, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. So God had those chosen witnesses that he had called forth, that he had ordained, that had traveled with him three and a half years or however long that he was on this earth, that he had talked to them and helped them and showed them what he was doing, showed him them, what was to be expected of them. And then after his resurrection, the Bible says in Acts 1 and 3 that he showed himself alive by many infallible proofs. Let me get back over there to the book of Acts. Y'all just bear with me. It's the first chapter and the third verse. We'll just go to the second verse until the day in which he was taken up after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days. He didn't say he spent forty days with them. He said, he said that he showed himself alive to them with many infallible proofs, and they seen him many different times over that period of forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, there was nothing else to teach him. There was nothing else to prepare them for except to get ready for the power and the authority of the kingdom to come in and endue them with power from on high. It's what he told them was going to happen uh, in Acts 1 and 8. He told them they was going to be endued with power from on high, that after the Holy Ghost has come upon them, they should receive power. In uh, Luke 24, and I think it's 49, tarry ye in Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. So same thing, same uh, instance being recorded, how he met with them there after his resurrection, telling them the same thing, instructing them 
that they would be endued with power and that after the Holy Ghost has come upon them, they were going to receive power. How that in Mark, that after the Lord had ascended and poured out the Holy Ghost, that they went forth uh, having great signs and wonders and miracles, the Lord confirming the word with signs following. It's all there in the Scripture that when they were baptized in the Holy Ghost, which the Holy Ghost that came on them was the Spirit of the resurrected Christ. It was a measure of the resurrected Christ, and it did not just uh, abide with them like it did when they walked this earth. You know, Jesus gave them power. He gave them power in Matthew 10. He gave them power over all sickness and disease, sent them forth and told them, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. That power was with them as long as he was with them. But when he ascended, he was no longer with them. But he told them that he said, I am with you, but I shall be in you. And the word tells us in Acts chapter 2, uh, when it talks about the day of Pentecost, uh, just go to the first verse. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were setting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled, filled, F-I-L-L-E-D, not poured upon, but filled. Uh, when you read the other places where the Holy Ghost was poured out on the house of Cornelius, it came on them. When you talk about Philip going down to Samaria in Acts chapter 8, it says, as yet the Holy Ghost had fallen upon none of them. So there's a difference and I've preached this many times over the years between the Holy Ghost coming upon you and you feeling his presence. And, and all the men of the Old Testament, the Spirit of the Lord came on them. It came on them. The Spirit of the Lord came on them. It came on Samson mightily, and he'd done great works. But these 120 in that upper room, they were filled with the power, the Spirit, the mind, the attributes, and the nature of the resurrected Christ. We have got to have an infilling and an indwelling. We have got to have an infilling and an indwelling of the Holy Ghost that is going to begin to bring forth this nature of Christ. And we need this. We've got to have this so that there can be a witness to the people of this generation. Do y'all not know people are bound? Do y'all not know that in some of the areas this broadcast is going out that lives are destroyed with meth, they're destroyed with cocaine, they're destroyed with alcohol, they're destroyed with depression and discouragement. Do y'all not read your news or listen to your news where they said 25 to 30% of the people in this country are on anxiety and anti-depression medicine? Children, that's 60 plus million people in this nation <coughs> excuse me, that are bound with depression, they're bound with discouragement, they're bound with anxiety, and they need a gospel of deliverance. They don't need a gospel that's just going to uh, 
tell them that they can get saved. They need a gospel to deliver them soul, mind, and body. This is what God is preparing to do. This is the visitation God is preparing people's hearts for to bring it forth at this time. Remember, we need a visitation of the Holy Ghost. We need an indwelling of the Christ. The Holy Ghost that was poured out on the day of Pentecost is the Spirit of the resurrected Christ. So, uh, I want to again tell you that our meeting in Fort Payne, Alabama runs from August the 19th through the 25th. 19th through the 23rd, Monday through Friday, two services a day, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. August the 24th at 11.30. It's a Saturday. We will be having one service only. August 25th, it is a Sunday at 11.30. We will be having, I'm sorry, one service only. And we will not be in service August the 25th at New Testament Church in LJ because we will be ministering to close out the meeting where we are seeking God, coming together to seek God with all of our hearts. And he said, in the day that you seek me with all of your heart, you shall surely find me. And that's what we're seeking God for. And we encourage everyone that can to come attend this meeting. Once again, the address of the church in Fort Payne is Word of Faith Deliverance Tabernacle 18140 Alabama Highway 176. We're encouraging you, if you can, come be with us. We believe this is going to be a time of great visitation, a time of great learning, uh, a time of a spirit of prayer coming into people's lives and and the Lord has dealt with me a lot about prayer. You know, I uh, don't know if I brought it out last week, but, you know, the Lord told us to uh, seek Him and make our petitions and our requests and our supplications known unto Him. Well, when you request something or make a supplication or a petition, that's good. But when you get in a spirit of prayer where prayer takes you over and you get in the fervent, effectual prayer like Elijah did of a righteous man, then that's different from just putting a petition or a request or a supplication before God because that spirit takes you over. That's the kind of prayer that Hannah got in when the Lord answered her prayer and she conceived Samuel. It was a prayer where she wept so. It was a prayer where she cried out to God and had prayed so hard that she could just barely whisper. There's this kind of prayer being restored back to people whose hearts are hungry and are in desperation for a seeking of the Lord. Now, if you would like to come be with us at the New Testament Church at Ella J, we are located at 90, that's 90 Garland Drive, Ella J, Georgia, and I believe the zip is 30536. Uh, that is where we are located. You go out Highway 52 going toward Dawsonville. As you leave Ella J, uh, you will pass the R.A. Apple House on your left. You'll go about another mile, and there's a sign that says Big Creek Road. It turns to the left when you turn the Dollar General store will be there on your right. You go approximately six and a half miles uh, out Big Creek Road. 
We are located there on the left in a small white church. There's a little dirt road runs beside it. That is Garland Drive. So we're located right on the corner of Big Creek Road and 90 Garland Drive. Our services right now are Sunday only. And we start prayer at 10.30. Service is scheduled to begin at 11. Depends on how the spirit of prayer moves. But we want you to know we appreciate everyone that is listening to this broadcast. For those of you that are supporting this broadcast, your support is very necessary. If this word is feeding your soul, if this word is strengthening you and helping you, then please sit down and write a letter to uh, World Revivals, and that's P.O. Box one four one. I'm sorry, P.O. Box one eight one six, eighteen sixteen, Conyers C O N Y E R S Georgia. Send us your prayer request. Tell us what this word is doing for you. If you can send an offering, go to our website, mansentfromgod.org. There you will find a way to contribute on PayPal or buy debit card if you want to do that. We thank you for joining us, and may God bless you to our next broadcast.